everybody. Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host. And today's episode is really cool. It just is. It's really cool. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be just me. But what we're going to be talking about is the concept of if you own a business, you want employees who don't need you. And if you're an employee, you don't want to need your employer. And I know that's a backwards way of thinking, right? Because most people work a job and if you told them what would happen if you lost your job, they'd be like, I don't know, I need this job. And most employers want their staff to need them because if they don't need them, they can go anywhere. But what I want to talk to you guys about today is why you actually want your staff to want you more than they need you and why you actually want to want your staff more than you need them. And I'm going to talk to you about how to get there. Now, I know, like I said last week, this is not a typical version of the Active Life podcast. For those of you guys who are new, typically on the Active Life podcast, we're talking about health and wellness. We're talking about taking ownership over your own life, your own conditions, and solving your own problems. But over the last few weeks, I've been getting a lot of questions from CrossFit affiliate owners, baseball coaches, parents of kids who are looking to make changes in their life. And um, it's really cool. I get a really cool opportunity to talk to some very interesting, caring people. And one of the most common problems that I find is people are dissatisfied with their job, but they don't know how to get out of it. They're wearing the golden handcuffs. And to me, if, if one of my staff members ever reached out to somebody else, and said, I hate where I work, but I can't leave. I promise you I'd be devastated. That would that would maybe be the worst thing that somebody could ever do. Not because of them, but because of me, because of what it says about me. I haven't made myself approachable enough for them to come talk to me along the way before they got to the point that they were so frustrated for so long that they decided to complain to somebody else. Also, because I don't want my staff to feel like they need me. That's where resentment starts. I hate doing this, but I need to. Never. Absolutely never. So what I believe is that you want your staff to want you more than they need you, and you want to want your staff more than you need them. We'll get to that in a second. I want to remind you guys before we get to that, we have workshops coming up. At least I think we do. I don't know when this is going to come out. Ugh. I think we do. But if this is before November 10th and 11th, we have a workshop on November 10th and 11th at Rich Froning's CrossFit Mayhem. That workshop is for coaches. We are teaching coaches how to better assess their clients so that they don't get people hurt in their gym. You don't want people hurting your gym. I know that most coaches think no one's ever got hurt in my gym, but you're delusional. People are getting hurt in your gym all the time. Um, they're just not getting their ACL torn. They're not tearing a labrum in their shoulder. They're not herniating a disc, but they are having these little micro injuries in your gym all the time that are making them second guess coming in. Now you agree with me. This workshop teaches coaches how to not have that be the case. So November 10th and November 11th at Rich Froning's CrossFit Mayhem, November 17th and November 18th at Asia and Leah Bartos 
Behemoth CrossFit in Cypress, Texas. The link to sign up for those workshops is in our bio for the story or for the podcast. Excuse me. It's in the show notes. So used to talking Instagram language. The link is activeliferx.com slash quick dash links. On to the show. Here's your guest. Me. What do I mean by you want your staff to want you, not need you? And what do I mean by you want to want your employer, not need them? Nobody wants to do the things that they need to do. Generally speaking, we don't enjoy doing what we need to do, but we do enjoy doing what we want to do. And it would be worse for people, generally speaking, to take away from us the things that we want than the things that we need. As ridiculous and backwards as that sounds. Now, some of you guys are probably sitting there saying, huh, I think he's nuts. I have no idea what Dr. Sean is talking about. There's no way that I would rather him take away the things that I want than the things that I need. I need those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's an example. How many of you guys know that you need to save money? Maybe you're broke. Maybe you're not broke. Maybe you have money, but either way, you know that you need to save it. Money's just an easy thing to make the example of. It's not the only example, but we're going to make the example out of money right now. I mean, think to yourself, how many of you know I need to save more money? I need to invest more money. I need to grow my money, but I'm going to go to the bar tonight because I want to but I'm going to go on vacation to the Bahamas because I want to. It's just so much fun. But I'm going to join a CrossFit gym because I want to. But I'm going... It doesn't matter. You want to. You don't have the money that you want to have. You don't have the financial freedom that you want to have. You need more money. But you want some things. So you buy them. You spend on them. Not money? Okay. I'll get off the money. I know how you guys feel about money. I'll get off money. Sorry, that was patronizing. I shouldn't have done that. It's just that I don't like that people have a bad relationship with money. Money is neutral. It's how you use it and how you obtain it. It is not. So you want to have a different body. You want to look different. Well, if you want to look different, you need to work out. You need to eat right. You need to lose 20 pounds. But, oh man, I want that cupcake. Wow, that that cookie looks good. I want it. All my friends are going out to the bar. I want to go out and be friendly with them. I'm going to drink a few. I know I need to lose 20 pounds, but I'm going to go out. How many diabetics you guys know who still eat cookies and candy? Hmm? They need to stop, but they want it. So they don't. Nobody wants to lose what they want. People are actually more willing to lose what they need than what they want. If you are working for somebody and that person is stifling your growth, 
making you feel like you're not worth listening to, underpaying you, suppressing your opportunity to spread your influence throughout the business. That person is either afraid of you or afraid of losing control in general. They want you to need them. They might not even be doing it on purpose. But they dangle firing you out there. Right? It's the idea of nobody's job is safe here. Okay? Cool. But what's happening is they're trying to create a state of need, which suppresses inspiration, suppresses creativity, suppresses innovation, suppresses happiness, and ultimately kills a business. Even the best businesses over time will crumble because of that. You want your staff to want you. You don't want your staff to need you. At Active Life, when our staff members come to us with an idea of something that they want to do, we flesh it out with them. Make sure that they really think it's a good idea. Make sure that they really, really, really want to do it. If we think it's an idea that could make Active Life a better company, we ask them for it. We would like to inject our money, our influence, and our reach to make that a reality and make you the star of that show. We have a coach on our staff who came up with a brilliant idea. What if we started teaching people, and I helped him with this idea actually, but he's the one executing it. He's the one who built it out. What if we started teaching coaches and doctors from around the world how to do what we teach our coaches how to do. It's not rocket science. It's just understanding a a fluid system that's not dogmatic that allows them to solve big problems for people. Get them out of pain without going to the doctor missing the gym. If we can teach people who come to us that we're going to hire to do it, we could certainly teach other people how to do it. And the only risk is that they're going to replace us in the marketplace which we don't really think they're going to. There's room for everybody. So why don't we start teaching that to people and charging them for it and let them build their own business using our principles, thus spreading our principles and helping us get to our goal of replacing physical therapy and chiropractic as the primary source of musculoskeletal healthcare for active populations by 2022. Great idea, Ray, our director of staff who's now coaching immersion courses, which are 12 weeks long, which if you listened to our episode two weeks ago, you heard about. They're 12 weeks long. We teach people how to do what our staff members do. We teach them how to turn that into a business. And Ray makes 40% every time that we do it. And I have the expenses, the risk, all the overhead that goes with it. And And the company gets 60%. We end up making less on it than he does. I promise you that. But he doesn't have to worry about starting from scratch and building that out. It's his idea. We let him run with it. And he kills it. We have another staff member who came up with a class where you can literally take active life concepts, have a structured class, and have people join this class in a gym in pain 
with unique problems where one person in class might have a shoulder issue, another one might have a knee issue. And the way that this group class is designed is to allow everybody to come twice per week for eight weeks. And the idea is that after the eight weeks, your pain is either gone or significantly less. And people pay an additional fee to come to the gym to take that class. So gym owners who use this class in their gym make extra money, gain clients from other gyms, and get their gym members to be happier and paying more to get a problem solved in the gym that they would rather not go somewhere else to solve anyway. That class is being run at CrossFit South Brooklyn, one of the first CrossFit gyms in New York, one of the biggest CrossFit gyms in New York. They hosted an open workout two years ago or three years ago. They are a trendsetter. They're getting members from other gyms to join their gym because they offer this class. The coach is getting paid, I want to say, 160 bucks, 120 bucks an hour to run it. Everybody wins. So I said to him, I want that to be an active life class. I want Active Life to be able to offer that class to people all over the world, and I want you to teach him how to do it. So guess what? Next year, he's going to be doing that. Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Active Life Podcast. Just a quick second to remind you here that we have so many resources available for you guys at activeliferx.com slash quick dash links. I'll make sure that's in the show notes, but we have workshops. We have online coaching programs that are remote learning. You can do it from anywhere in the world. We have more podcasts just like this one. We have our YouTube channel. We have programs that are templated up online. We are looking to change change the world and we need your help doing it. If you want to get out of pain without going to the doctor or missing the gym, we want to help you. Head to activeliferx.com slash quick dash links. I will put that in the show notes to check out all of the things that we have to offer. That's it. I'll get you right back to the show right now. I want that creativity. I want that innovation. I want that growth. I want my staff to feel like they can do that. And you know what? He makes enough money in the gym that he coaches at right now that he doesn't need active life. He wants it. Ray Gorman, our director of staff, he left a great job working as a physical therapist for Division I University in their sports department to come work for active life. Not because he needed to, because he wanted to. He still owns his own clinic. If he decided he wanted to quit active life tomorrow, he could. He doesn't need us. If I threatened to fire him, he'd be like, cool, man, I'll see you later. You don't get to treat me like that. I don't need you. That's what I want. I get to speak honestly to my staff. I don't have to walk on eggshells around my staff because they don't need me. I have to be honest with them. I have to be forthright with them. I have to help them solve their problems. I want to hear when their wife or girlfriend is having immigration issues. I want to connect them to a friend of mine who knows how to solve that problem. I want to hear when they're struggling with their relationship with their girlfriend. I want to help them solve that problem or, or at least let them talk it through. I want to hear all that stuff. I want them to want our company, not need us. Every single member of my staff at Active Life 
has another career before they started working with us. Some of them don't. Some of them have left those careers to work for us full time. But every one of them has figured out how to make a sustainable financial income that allows them not to have to get a second job. The reason they all choose to work with us is because they're inspired by what we're doing and they want to be a part of it. That's what you want. How, how could I? I can't possibly be more excited about who works in my company when they're all doing it because they want to. Imagine looking down the line at your company and recognizing, holy shit, everybody here would rather be here than anywhere else in the world right now. That's cool. You know what kind of productivity you're going to get out of a team like that? You want your staff to want you. You do not want your staff to need you. Now, let's look at it from the other way. You're a staff member. If you need your job, if you've ever seen the movie Office Space, when your boss says to you, yeah, I'm going to need you to work on Saturday, you're like, shit, I got to work on Saturday now because you need your job. But if you want your job, your coach doesn't have to ask you to work on Saturday. Excuse me, your coach, your boss doesn't have to ask you to work on Saturday. Your boss says, we got this big thing going on on Saturday and you're like, I'm in, I'm there. I want to be there. That's cool. That's cool. Or, or, your boss says we got this thing on Saturday. You got a family thing going on. You can't be there or don't want to be there. And you say, hey, boss, I can't make it. I got this family thing going on. Frankly, I don't really want to be there. Boss can't be like, well, if you don't come, you're fired. Because you're like, cool, I quit. You don't need them. You want them. You don't want to need anything. If everything in your life is something that you want, you'll keep it. As soon as it becomes something that you don't want, it's gone. Think about your relationship with your wife, girlfriend, whatever it is. First few months, man, you want it. You are into it. Sex is great. You're excited all the time. If you listen to the Brute Strength podcast, Mike and the Decash, you talked about this. Uh, and it was awesome. Really good episode. Um, but the first few months, it's like really exciting. You want it. You want it. You want it. Then you have kids. And you're like, man, it's kind of flatlined a little bit. I'm like, it's like I got a roommate. And these kids and I don't know, you know, we need to stay together for the kids. You don't want it anymore. Now, I'm not speaking from experience. I want to be extremely clear about that. I want my wife all the time. I don't always want her around, but most of the time I do. And when I do want her around, I really want her around. But if you find yourself in a rut like that, where you're like, man, I don't want this anymore, but I feel like I need to stay in it because whatever reason you make up, it's not fun. It's not a fun place to be. It's not inspiring. 
It stinks. I feel badly for people who find themselves in that position. I wish I had better solutions. I wish I could. I'm, I'm the kind of guy I want to save the world. And sometimes I forget that I can't. But moral of the story, guys, you want to want. You don't want to need. Nobody ever bought a Ferrari because they needed to. Let's make it a more relatable example. I ask people this all the time. I love asking people this question. When you could buy a 1995 Toyota Camry that still works great and gets you from point A to point B reliably for 3000 bucks, why would anybody buy a brand new BMW or Mercedes for $75,000, $80,000? They both do the same thing. You need to get from home to the grocery store. You need to get from home to school. Why would you spend $80,000 when you could spend three? Hmm? Because you want to feel like a boss on your way. Guys, you want to feel like you got a big dick on your way to the grocery store. There, I said it. It's the truth. That's why if I was selling BMWs or Mercedes and somebody came, I wouldn't talk about the stitching. I'm not going to talk about how it handles, what its zero to 60 speed is, the trunk space that it has run flat tires. No. Get in the car. I want you to sit in the driver's seat. Touch it. Sit back into it. Throw that belt on. Put your hands on the wheel. Now take your right hand off the wheel and grab that shifter. If there is one these days, right? How do you feel? Huh? That feel good? You like that? Feel like you could turn some heads sitting in that seat? Get out of that seat, open the driver's side door, start walking towards whoever you're meeting. You think you feel like a big deal now? You get the confidence you need to close that deal at work? You get out of that car, you're going to go to the bar, you feel good about asking a girl out that night? Hmm? Yeah. You're the man. You want to feel that way when you drive? Or do you want to get from point A to point B? Because there's a dealership down the block that'll sell you a 1995 used Toyota Camry that'll get the job done just as well. You're just not going to feel like the man when you show up. Mm Mm-hmm. You want people to want you. You don't want people to need you. As soon as people need you, you have lost value. We spend as little as possible on the things that we need. And we explode the pocketbook on the things that we want. You can take that to the grave with you. All right. That's it. That's the end of this act. This is the end of this 
episode of the Active Life Podcast. I love bringing this stuff to you guys. The stuff I'm talking about in these last two shows is stuff that I'm actually really passionate about. So if you like it, please do me a favor and drop a review on iTunes and let me know. Leave a comment. I want to know that you guys like this material so that I can do it more often because for me, I just want to deliver stuff that you guys want to know. I want to deliver stuff that makes your lives better. And sometimes that's health and wellness stuff. But every once in a while, if you enjoy this stuff mixed in, I'm happy to deliver, but I need to know you like it. So head to iTunes, leave a review, shoot me a DM in the Instagram at ActiveLifeRx or Sean Pastuch. And until next time, you know what you got to do. Turn pro, baby. That's a wrap for another Active Life podcast, guys. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you're going to wherever you listen to podcasts and leaving us a five-star rating and a review. We want to grow this thing. We want to change the world. It's not about movement. It is a movement. Please help us out with that. Remember, until next time, turn pro.